This episode is brought to you by Joe's Pizza Shop. Are you asking yourself what you're going to whip up for dinner tonight? If so, Joe's Pizza Shop is the answer for you. We just ordered from there a few nights ago. Had the 40 Creek Barbecue Chicken Pizza. Absolutely incredible zaw. Had a nice little kick to it as well. If you like it spicy, strong recommend. Head on down to their new location in Orleans at 8154 Jean d'Arc Boulevard to satisfy your hunger. Now enjoy the episode. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ease Conversations. Thanks a lot to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring the homie Matt Dallas Nez and I. Dallas and Nez, you absolutely killed it on here and we look forward to having you on again down the road. So now for episode 129 of Easy Conversations, I'm extremely excited, of course, to be back in the studio virtually with the homie Matt, so it's up to the people. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're having a great time right now. Eric, we just finished like three like epic episodes, three top 10 shows. Now it's back to like what we normally do, and I'm excited for tonight's episode. Why don't you tell the listeners what we're going to be discussing? Yeah, same here. Those last three are kind of automatic in where we know what we're doing going into the year. Like We got our three top tens back to back to back. Now it's kind of back to the drawing board and coming up with original ideas to present to you all the listeners. So for this episode, we're going to be doing more of a step away from movies and pop culture and stuff and more relatable, I think, just talking about um, workout etiquette in the gym and in the home gym as well. Just kind of talking about workout culture, really, which I feel like is kind of seasonally correct as well, where, you know, going into the new year, that's a lot of people's resolution is to get maybe back on that fitness journey. Maybe they renewed their gym membership that they'd been, uh, that it's been on the back burner for the last three, four years and trying to dive back into it. So we'll look to kind of give everyone some tips and tricks of the trade for how you should and shouldn't act in the gym. But before we get into all of that, I thought we could kind of just talk about our own respective fitness journeys, kind of where we're at right now. So Matt, where are you at right now with um, your own, like I said, I guess, fitness journey and uh, are you working out? How often all that? Just give us a high level overview of what's going on over there. All right. So for me, workout wise, well, let me give like a tiny background. I've been working out since 2018. And I started working out in the gym and that lasted up until I moved out into the country right now. Like right now I'm living your arm prior, not a lot of gyms. The ones that are there are non-chains and they're not, they're, they're more expensive basically. And they're not as like good as a good life for Movati or Fit for Less. Anyways, so I have to do the home workout right now. So my situation right now is home workout in my garage. I have my own little setup that I'll get into later or after. Um, but basically... I have, I've been pretty consistent, Eric. Like I haven't missed, other than going on trips and stuff, I haven't missed a workout in years. Like I'm pretty consistent week to week. Even if I don't do the same, even if I don't go as hard one week, it's always, I'm always doing something, which is the key. Like I read that in that, the Atomic Habits book, books. As long as you keep doing something, you won't break that habit. I have not broken my workout habit in like half a decade. So it's really good for me so far. Um... There's some, uh, we'll get into the gym versus home workout after, but like, yeah, definitely has its perks and disadvantages. But yeah, I have my setup in my garage here. I guess I can just go into my setup right now. What I have, guys, is I have like a bench, not like a a bench press bench, just like a simple bench that folds into like a seated uh, seat. 
Uh, so I could do, and I have dumbbells and a barbell, two barbells I have, one for bench press, one for curls, and I have my dumbbells and plates, and that's what I rock with, guys. And you know what? You can do so much with just dumbbells. That could be your whole setup right there. But, uh, and I rotate, I'm very bad, guys, and we'll talk about your routine after, but like, I'm, I'm very bad at doing the same thing over and over and over again, where I get so comfortable doing it. It's not, I don't think I'm building any muscle, guys. I think I'm just maintaining and keeping tone, but I'm not actually like strengthening up because I'm not adding more. I'm limited to the amount of weights I do have, right? So uh, like my heaviest dumbbells are 35s. And my heaviest, I only have plates that are like 25 pounds, two of those. I have two 25s and, and four plates that are 10 pounds. So like that's as much as I can put for a bench press or a squat or whatever. Like I'm very limited in that sense. But yeah, do you want me to get into specific exercises, Eric? Or did you want to talk about your setup, what you've been yeah, doing? I'll go into my situation as well. And then we'll get into okay. like specific exercise and stuff because it looks like we're both in the same situation where I also don't go to the gym. I used to go like back in the day, I want to say from 2012 to 17, maybe 18 even inconsistently and like for on and off pretty much like alternating through multiple gyms good life ray friel mm -hmm. uh, orc i think those are pretty much the big ones or bob mcquarrie i don't know what orc i don't even know if that is a gym honestly yeah so right now home workouts been uh, since covid pretty much that i got back into the home workout routine used to do workouts with my mom and my brother and then my aunt was in there as well. And then with Andy, who I now do more workouts with, like we try to do workouts together at home, which I feel like is important to have someone else mm -hmm. to do exercises with because it kind of motivates you to want to, first of all, to make keep you accountable. Like, hey, we should probably work yeah. out. It's been a few days that we haven't. So that's always good. And then when you're working out with someone else, you don't really want to be seen like slacking also and like not pushing yourself. So it makes you want to go a bit harder or it does for me anyways. Because exactly. I feel like when I work out alone, I maybe take it a little easier. I'm like, ah, I don't really, I'm do, doing a workout's better than <laughs> not doing one. So I don't really need to push it. But then when Andy's there, I'm like, all right, let's add another like five or 10 on each side. Of course. You know? So of course. that is good. But it's still for me like that finding the motivation to work out all the time, not always there. And I'm trying to mm -hmm. really get back into it there is the big thing. And you said a lot of really good points that are relatable for me too in that with the home workouts, like you just don't have uh, the same access that you would at a gym. But the other thing I want to say, so I guess just for what our situation is, no bench, which we're missing, would be nice to have a bench. Even if it's like you said, not an official gym certified bench just having that to be elevated off the ground it lets you mm -hmm. do a lot of exercises like bench press for us we have a barbell but would be on the ground and then just lifting that up it can be kind of awkward yeah. where you're like having to have someone lift it for you and then you slide under it hold like if you don't have those like yeah. that automatic hold like the um, i don't know if it's a rack that you'd call it it's a bit trickier and then for like squats is really hard to do you can't really squat if you don't have a, a partner to spot you right a hundred percent dumbbells and then uh, bands as well would be the other uh, like equipment that we have those are good you, uh, let's talk about motivation i like that that's a good uh, topic right there it extremely hard with a home gym or a home setup to to be motivated like i wait i do my workouts now only on my days off because i work long days i don't want to work out after work but like 
I do my workout, Eric, 30 to 40 minutes after I wake up because I know the longer I wait, I ain't doing that freaking workout. I eat breakfast, have my coffee, 20 minutes later, I'm in the garage doing it. I'm so glad, I, it's 30, 40 minutes tops, tops 40 minutes. And I'm so happy because I'm like, oh, I'm a whole day, I have my whole day ahead of me, I'm done my workout. If I don't do my workout right away, I, I know it's not getting done. So first thing in the morning to help me push myself. Another trick I use, and I've brought this up probably before, talking about like habits and tricking you into like doing something you're not really a big fan of. I, I associate my workout time with when I get to listen to podcasts and music albums. So while I'm doing my workout, maybe I'm knocking a 2024 album out of the way, listening to it, writing my thoughts on it. Because yes, I'm already started my prep, Eric. I'm already writing, cataloging my 2024 albums. Let's go. Um, so it's like I'm giving myself another task to do during my workout. So that's good. It makes the workout more bearable. No one loves working out. We all love the feeling after we feel good. You know, you feel the pump in your arms, great feeling. You feel like healthy and energized. Um, and while I'm doing my workout, I'm like, okay, it's not so bad. Seriously, like thinking about doing my workout is worse than the actual workout itself. And I think you can relate to that. So no motivation, just pushing myself, get in the garage, get in there. And Eric, like it's, it's not fun. Like I got my toque and my gloves on and my coat almost doing the workout. It's so cold in my garage. Like I just power through this. It's, it helps that it's been, it helps that it's been milder too. Yeah. motivate. Like, do you have any tricks for you, Eric? Like, do you do, you, do your, do yours first thing in the morning or what's your uh, secret? Yeah. So that's the thing for me, it's kind of tough because the days that I go now go into the office, Okay, so right now I work out, I used to work out at lunchtime, but now I've gotten a bit busier. Like it's a bit tougher to cram a workout in my one hour that I have for lunch when I know there's yeah. stuff either waiting for me after the lunchtime at work or before I the, my, it bleeds into my lunch where it's kind of cutting into my time to work out. So I've now been pushing right. it to after work, but so four o'clock. And at that point, Oof. I'm like, already thinking of, okay, I've got to prep dinner perhaps, or maybe a lot of it's already prepped, but still like cooking it all and just think about everything else that needs to be done before I get to relax yeah. at the end of the day. Then it makes me not want to work out because I'm kind of getting 30 to 40 minutes back where I could be taking care of all these tasks to relax earlier, you know, working out cuts into that time. But that is now yeah. the only time that really works for me is 4 p.m., or getting up a bit earlier, like you're saying, mm. and do my workout before work, which I would actually love to do. I think that's a great way to start your day where you're just buzzing. You're naturally, um, <laughs> endorphins are going. It's a, a great rush to start your day. You feel productive right out the gate. I feel like you're just seeing things yeah. clearer. Like I used to, when I went to the gym in university, I would go before class. If I had like a 9am class or whatever, not too early. I could easily work out before class and then go right there. You feel after the shower too, you just feel really fresh and you feel good about yourself. But I, I don't do that right now. Even on the weekend, I don't work out first thing. I like to have my coffee, maybe wait an hour or two. And then I feel like I don't really do what you just described of like eating and then working out. I feel like I would have to digest. And then I use that as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, can't work out for <laughs> another two hours. I got to digest properly, you know? So yeah, yeah. maybe it is that that play though, to just work out first thing, get up a bit earlier and knock it in there and then get on with the rest of your day. And if that means maybe you go to bed a little earlier because you got up earlier to mm. work out, not the worst trade-off, honestly. For motivation for me, 
Like, obviously, well, to the day now, in six months exactly, I'll be getting married. So I do want to get in good shape for our wedding. So that's definitely a motivation for me that I, where I have been maybe slacking a bit in the last few months, especially in December, like that was a bad month for me and working out wise. I uh, did not work out as much as I should have. Now it's like really crunch time. I want to get back into it. And um, not there's not going to be any drastic changes to how I look, but just if I can look a little better even, why not, right? Yeah. So that would be my motivation right now. Wow, that's great motivation. Um, just quickly, I, I, I do have a, a couple pieces of toast for breakfast. So like those things, I don't really feel them in my stomach when I'm working out. I'm not like eating eggs and bacon and then right. jumping right in the garage. Um, but another last thing that motivates me is sometimes I'll have something like I'm, I'm anticipating to do that I'm looking forward to like I'm off. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to play a couple hours on the computer, like play a video game or something. I'll purposely cram my workout before that and be like, get through this freaking workout, Matt. And then you can do, you can get rewarded. And honestly, I I have way less wait time in between uh, sets because I just want to finish my workout and I'm super excited. Sometimes I'll cram a workout in before I have to go somewhere. When you have a time limit, like, okay, in half an hour, I'm going to my Taekwondo class, do a workout man, you're super motivated to leave on time. And I'm like OCD with that. So perfect time to do a workout. Um, when there's like a time sensitivity, I'm sure you've experienced it with your lunch hour. Like, all right, I got to get it done by one. Let's go. But yeah, you said a lot of good stuff too. Definitely the home gym. I have a lot of restrictions. You said you with the part, like someone with working out with you. My best workouts have been with my dad, like home workouts. He's right there pushing me. It's great. Just like you and Andy. Now, you're right. I can get lazy. I can get, go on my phone for a minute or two and be like, oh shit, I got to do my next uh, my next set. Like, hurry up. And I'm limited by, you're right, the weight. Like, I'm not going to do anything dangerous. I don't squat with a barbell. It's way too dangerous by myself. Like, I just use two my heaviest dumbbells and I just hold them as close to me as possible when I squat because I'm scared of hurting myself. Same with bench press. I do a bench press like you do, like on the bench, and I just have to, like, scooch it on my body and kind of, like, sit, uh, do a sit-up and then roll it off me. So, again, limited. I can't, I'm not putting 150 pounds on that thing. Truthfully, I, I'd like to go back to the gym because... I will get the better workout. People are staring at you at a gym. You're not making a fool out of yourself. You want to look good and do a good workout. And I feel like at the gym, I do a way better workout than I do at home. That's all, that's without question. But now the thing I have to, um, do I want to waste gas and mileage and all and time to go do a better workout? That's basically the only debate for me and right now. Yeah. Before we get off the home gym front, I want to say something that you mentioned earlier as well, just like the Mm -hmm. finding exercise as well. And like kind of getting caught in a rhythm of always doing the same exercise Mm. because of your limitation of not having maybe machines and stuff. That's a huge struggle of mine like to come up with a workout plan of if it's even just six exercises that we do thinking of those six is the biggest struggle of like, all right, we're doing uh, push-ups again. Like it's just, (laughs) I feel like we're always doing the same things and, yeah. I know there's a million exercises out there too, which is the craziest thing that it shouldn't really be this hard. I guess that's another aspect of laziness on my part is like the willingness to look and explore for new exercises. But I feel like I'm oftentimes just falling back to the classics, always doing the mm-hmm. same exercise, like hammer curl, shoulder yeah. press, flies, bench press, squats, and knee ups and yeah. the stairs, like ankle raise, like always the same kind of exercises. Yeah. Do you struggle with that too? Like always thinking of new exercise or do you actually 
have a bit of variety in there sometimes. I struggle a lot because I'm comfortable doing the same exercises and I'm like, oh, it's so much easier to just keep doing what I was doing. I struggle with adding weight. Like I could go heavy. I could, I could go harder on some stuff, but I don't do it purposely. I know in the back of my head, I do it out of laziness basically. And in terms of like variety of exercises, I change one up maybe like every two, three months. I'll, I have a rotation of, I do six exercises every time I do my workout, but I'll only switch one of them or one or two every couple months and just incorporate something else just to change it up. But no, I'm always forever doing like curls, hammer curls and same tricep exercises for years. And, <laughs> you know, lunges and squats, which those, those will always be amazing, a lunge and a squat, but like always with the same amount of weight and yeah, and always the same amount of reps. Like I always do 10 or 12. Like I'm super like, I should, why not go into like, until I, I, I can't anymore, right? So I don't know. I, I'm very bad for that, Eric. What I was going to say on that point is like something I used to do and I feel like would be a good thing to incorporate for people like us who maybe we kind of capped out. Like you said, we don't have more weights to work with. So, and we're always doing the same exercise, but maybe each time you just up your reps by one even. Instead of right. doing 12 reps, 12 curls, you're doing 13. The next day, 14 and so on. And that's kind of a way to like, Maybe you kind of see mm -hmm. some progress where it's the same weight, but you're pushing yourself each time to do more. And that's how kind of you see some development instead of plateauing. Because I feel like with the home gym, yeah. you're you're bound to plateau because you, yeah. you can't go higher than what you have. So that kind of might be a way to work around that, which is why mm -hmm. like home workout is great. It's so convenient where like you don't have to spend mm -hmm. that time, like you said, driving out to a gym it's saving a it's way more practical to work out at home obviously yeah but if you want yeah. the real gains may and then the variety too and in a culture where a lot of people are there all you're seeing them push each other makes you want to go harder that's mm -hmm. where the gym is beneficial when you're at the gym you see the there's guys walking around you see the end product of what you want to be like i get jealous like in a, like a very like competitive way like damn i want to look like that but I know that person's worked a hell of a lot harder to achieve that than I have. And has probably failed and practiced and learned stuff like through the years of training, you know, it didn't come. That's the thing that people don't understand. Or it took me a while to understand was like, this person didn't achieve this within a year or two. They've been doing this for a couple decades, you know, five years at least. Like it takes a lot of work to look like that and to maintain. So kudos to those people. But that's what I want to like. I always have a, when I'm at the gym, I always like live in a fantasy world. Like, okay, I can, I can achieve this. I can do this. And I know that I could, if I put the time and effort, I can do anything, right? We all can. But the practicality of the home gym, oh my God, you can't beat that, right? Like it's right in my garage. It's perfect. It's, I'm in and out. I'm, I don't have to leave the house. It's perfect. Eventually, Eric, and I'm, I'm sure this is like a home gym with the proper equipment is the way to go. You know, like a celebrity home gym, yeah, yeah. which costs a fortune, but like even just chipping at chipping away at it throughout the years like adding stuff to it that'd be great like i just have to buy more plates or heavier dumbbells but hey those things are freaking expensive and there's other stuff i want to buy too so yeah i'm content with home workouts right now i feel like I've, i tell people that everyone that i talk to about working out i tell them this right now i'm just like maintaining i'm not losing or gaining anything maybe small differences i'm noticing but like i think i'm just maintaining right now um, which isn't a bad thing, but I know one day if I want to like see definition and bigger muscles, I'm going to have to push myself more reps, more weight. Yeah. Um, but right now I'm content with maintaining, you know, I do 
Um, I'm not like losing anything and I don't, I always maintain the same exercises and right now I'm content, I guess. But if I get bored one day, I think I'm going to have to rethink my whole strategy. I think maintaining is obviously better than not gaining anything or like not working out. Right. So you're ahead of the curve just by maintaining, right? What you just said about like having that prime time, like celebrity gym at home. I mean, that's why we do this pod, right? It's to eventually get to a point where the millions are just rolling in and (laughs) have this kind of equipment at our disposal. And like we, we've been talking about like to get that body, you maybe do need to end up going to the gym and investing in what the gym offers and you're seeing the examples of like, okay, I want to strive to be that. But at the gym, you're also seeing examples of, I don't want to be that because you see the people wearing like with their nipples out, like spaghetti Mm. tank tops, like their upper bodies, like a trapezoid, no legs, just roids for days. Like you definitely see some 65 year old men that just like, is an example of what you don't want to be essentially is what I'm getting at here. And and they probably live at the gym, right? They're probably there every day. And every time you go, they're there. And we've all, we've been to the gym. You see the same people over and over again. And you know, like um, you see that a lot, like guys sacrifice, guys and girls sacrificing their social life or their, they're sacrificing a lot to maintain that body. It's very hard to maintain like a six pack. I've never had a six pack in my life. I know they're hard to maintain. You hear about it all the time. You got to watch what you what you eat. You got to watch, yeah. Like I don't watch what I eat. I don't think I ever will. Like I, I'm not gonna like restrict no desserts now. I have to have a beach bod. No, I I like eating way too much for that. It's like in the killer, right? Like she should have ordered the Hagen Dawes. You never know when you're gonna get killed. So great Good call back to last episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But also, like, yeah. just for those people, like the gym is their social life as well, right? Like that's kind of the culture they're ingrained uh, yeah. in. The people go is that to the healthy gym all the though. Time, I don't know. That's their social life. I don't know if that's healthy either, right? I don't think someone should be living at the gym like there every night. Like it's also hard. Like we both have, we're both living with our partner. Like it's, you're not. If you're going to the gym all the time, you know you're sacrificing maybe a date night, a movie night, going to the theater. You know, I'd ra- I want a variety in my life. I don't want to go to the gym all the time. This, which is why the home gym is working out perfectly right now. Convenience, in and out. I'm not gone for two. Like if I were to drive to Stittsville at the nearest Fit for Less or Good Life, I'm gone like an hour and a half, easy. No more than that, two hours. Yeah. And my car would suffer too. You know, it already suffers driving to work every day. But yeah, do you do, okay, now what I want to know, because I haven't really, we haven't really quizzed each other about this, but like, are you uh, like legs, arms, and and like, um, not, uh, what's the word? Core? Uh, I want to say ab, core, core, thank you. Core, legs, and arms guy, or are you, do you, like I don't do any core, I just do legs and arms. Arms meaning like shoulders, yeah. chest, arms, strictly, triceps. Do you do all, do you do everything? arms, dismiss legs and core completely, who needs them? Uh, no, I'm, I'm a hundred. I'm just kidding. I do honestly in every single, in every single workout like you, I do six exercises every workout and I try to have, it's never a clean split of like two arms, two legs, two core, but I do like to have one exercise at least of each of those three. So it might end up being three arms, two legs, one core, okay. or it could be sometimes it's even three arms, three legs and no, no core. But for the most part, I like to have at least one core exercise, if not two. And sometimes it actually is a 
a 2-2-2 split, but there's no real asymmetry or um, consistency with how they're distributed. But no, every single workout has to have a bit of each. Sometimes I will do like I'm not not joking here. I will do like a if I don't work out every day. Also, first of all, like mm-hmm. I, if I work out, it's I'll take the next day off most likely, and then try to get back at it the next day. So every two days, if I'm being consistent, which is that's not, good, not often the case. So if I am in that groove and I'm just feeling good about working out on the off day, I might do just like an arm blast where I do three exercises, arms, like real quick, like some curls with a barbell, some um, flies, like I said, and like a tricep overhead extension, just run that three times. It takes like 10 minutes maybe. And it maybe the weights might not even be crazy, but it's just a little something to do on the off day. And I feel like I'm actually, I would do that often just watching the sends if they're playing nice. at like seven 30 or whatever, which is not a usual workout time for me. It's like, yeah, let's do, let's do a little something as else extra while I'm watching the game. So that'd be another maybe tip of like you're bored. Maybe you don't want to do a full workout. Well, that's better than not doing anything, right? Just sitting on the couch. So that's a fantastic tip. Actually doing something else while doing the workout. Like if I had a TV in my garage, I'd be doing the same thing possible not giving me ideas here uh, i'm the complete opposite eric i will i will work out thursday friday saturday sunday and saturday is strictly just legs okay. and then the other days is a rotation like one day i'll just i i do arms and triceps i do biceps and triceps together and then i do shoulders and chest together and then a leg and i'll do like a a, th- uh, a three a rotation like that yeah i don't know mate you know what hearing you talk about and i don't do core i should actually because i'm definitely getting a stomach so you get the six but i used to i used to do core too and then one day i'm just like no it's taking too much too long so i i, I chopped it but boy do i regret it the problem is like when i do legs i like if i only do two leg exercises i'm just afraid it wouldn't be enough like when i do legs i do I only do five leg exercises, not six, because like legs is like their squats are pretty intense. Oh, yeah. Like they, I feel it more in my legs. Hundred um, percent. But that's my favorite day, actually. I like when my legs are burning. Um, yeah, I like try to like do. I, now I'm rethinking my strategy because your strategy, I bet you, you're feeling it all throughout your body every time. But at anyways, the same I'll have time, to try though, that out. It like kind of lessens how much you feel it the next day because when you're just working on targeted uh, muscle groups you feel it more the next day because they're the ones who are getting all the action out of those six exercises rather than kind of watered down in that you're still working all those muscle groups still it's just not as intense for those muscles another strategy we would do is like i said it's six exercises broken down into two sets of three different exercises and sometimes yeah. it'd be like the first three are all legs and then the next three are mm. all arms. Then you feel it a lot. And I guess it kind of is yeah. similar to how you work out where like, it's really just those muscle groups. So like, as yeah. you're going through the reps, it's getting harder and harder because like they're getting the brunt of it all throughout the whole workout. That way you feel it more, but legs in general, like doing two, three leg exercises in a row, like you feel it after it. It's oh, yeah. so rough. hundred percent. And are you a, uh, super quick downtime in between sets like are you like okay we're not wasting any time like maybe a 20 second break or do you are you more like a minute in between like what's are you doing almost like a circuit where like you jump from one exercise to another and then like 
go, go, go? Or how, what's your approach to that, Eric? So like with them, the same breakdown I just gave, there are two sets of three exercises. It's a super set. So no breaks unless, unless oh, we're wow. gassed. And then in between mm. sets of exercises, grab some water, maybe chill for a bit. But at that, like, it's not, it's not that long at all. Just try to keep it pushing, get through the workout as quickly as possible, but still doing the exercises yeah. properly there, obviously. But no, there's not, yeah. not much downtime, honestly, unless we're like burnt. That's good. Which just happens. That's what I try to do too. Yeah. That's what I try to do too. Just, I feel the burn more. And I find like if you get distracted and wait too long, then you just defeated the whole purpose. It is easier yeah. if you wait in between, uh, in between reps, but like then you're just not you're not helping yourself. So yeah, good call, Eric. I like the two, doing two in a row. I don't do that, but maybe I should try do like a superset. I don't do any of those, but you know what? I like that. I see that a lot too. Like on every like the Instagram pages I follow the the bodybuild like not the bodybuilding, but like bit of workout stuff they yeah. do supersets and like the rock does that and i don't know something to think about you know there's so much out there like there's you can just find images on google like charts of like workouts with just dumbbells workouts with no dumbbells yeah. and all for every single body part they freaking exist they're all out there and i just i limit myself to the 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 uh the ones that everybody know but you know what there's they're good exercises for a reason right big time so. Mixing in like a high intensity interval training. I don't know if that's mm. what it all stands for there, but a hit workout that yeah. works too. Hits, like that's yeah. a solid, like 40 seconds on 20 seconds off. There's a couple of videos that we've done uh, multiple times there and they're really tough. And like that gets, that's some good cardio as well, where cardio is really tough at home, right? Cause we don't have the machines, like the Stairmaster, mm -hmm. the, the treadmill, the bike, all those classics. Yeah. We don't really have those, but just doing those like, 40 seconds on you're catching your breath and the, the 40 seconds takes so long to get through those 20 <laughs> seconds fly by it's insane because like, we're just watching the video right. to follow along and it's like next thing you know three seconds you're back into the exercise like, my god like you can't even catch yeah. your breath and then you're the 40 seconds you're hanging on for dear life the whole time it's nuts but those Don't are good you exercises. love that yeah yeah <laughs> it's the theory relativity of time right you know oh. big time do you want to move on to some uh, gym stuff like in the gym? Cause sure. we've got a lot of like um, tips and um, kind of do's and don'ts in the gym from the people. And we can kind of comment on them as well. Sure. Um, so yeah, that was the question posed on Instagram was what are some gym etiquette tips that should be followed? The first one is from the homie, former guest, Mart Chevalier. He said, don't slam the weights on the ground also, mm. I don't want to see your nipples. So I kind of touched on that <laughs> earlier. But the slamming the weights on the ground, 100% so agreed. That's just people who want attention. Like, they're they're yelling. They're grunting, too, and they're doing that. Like, oh, yeah. just belching out gasps to get people to look at the, oh, my God, that guy or that girl just, like, bench that much like did curls with like 75s or whatever it's like you're not impressing anybody you're just annoying us all here what is your take on that but feel free to go on the nipples take as well oh i'm definitely going to talk up i'm going to address both um <laughs> the slamming is very annoying I, I don't know how many times i was like just like jumped like 
Like, I have my music at the gym, but, like, I'm, like, startled. Like, holy shit, the guy just slammed down. Like, if you're doing a deadlift of, like, you're going for a PR deadlift and it makes a little bit of noise, okay, I'm a, I'm a little more lenient for a deadlift. But, like, slamming dumbbells down or, like, other stuff is ridiculous. And the nipples, those tank tops that just, like, the muscle shirts that, like, come so, like, they're all, just, like, a line in front of your body, like a Borat, a Borat bathing suit or something. Anyways... That's just, no, that's just, that. that's like literally a flex. Like, oh, look at my body. I'm showing off for the ladies. Buddy, you're not at the gym to pick up girls, okay? This is not the right environment. And yes, do the women wear skimpy stuff too? Sure. But like, anyways, there's there's a lot to say for both guys and girls, like wearing skimpy stuff. It's, it's all about, let's be honest, at the gym, half the people are there to show off. We all want to look good. We all want a beach body. It's a big showing off contest. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't be showing any nipple. That's, that's too much. That's over the edge. You can show your arms, your legs, but like, yeah. I feel like the guy wearing the, like the tank top you just described is kind of who I was talking about earlier, where it's like this old guy, 60 years old, roided up a hundred percent, just huge upper body (laughs) spray tan and just like. this disgusting skull tattoo with a snake coming out of it probably a mom tattoo too yeah just like the word mom in the heart with the arrow (laughs) going through it's just not a good look i don't know why that tank top has even (laughs) ever been manufactured but yeah anyways not a good look but yeah the dumbbell slamming like that could bounce and like hurts hit somebody right imagine like then are you liable for that so it's just no fun for anybody it scares people just don't do it it's a great one. Yeah. The next one is from the homie Justin Mocktinger. So he said, no standing slash crowding over equipment if you aren't using it. That's a great one. That was one of mine, actually. I wrote that down. I can't stand that. It's when they're, it's when they're crowding the equipment, but whilst being on their phone. I can't stand that, Eric. Like, yeah. oh, like you're wasting your, let's be real, like, most of the time when we go to the gym, it's busy. Like, we needs to be a steady rotation of people, like, moving in and out of the machine so that there can be other people using it. Or just standing in front of the dumbbells, like, just doing nothing. And it's like, buddy, I need to reach over and grab this. Like, I hate that. And it's a little awkward, too. Everyone has their earbuds in saying, like, oh, excuse me. Then they can't really hear what you're saying. Or they don't know. If you, like, I don't know about you eric but like sometimes like approaching a big gym guy you don't know what kind of reaction you're gonna get is he gonna roid out on you is he gonna (laughs) be super polite no like you have no idea right it's always it could be the nicest guy even though like it should be you should just be you should just be allowed to be like listen like i need the 35 that you're standing in front of just in the way but you always feel that like i'll just i'll just wait 15 seconds maybe maybe you'll move you know like it's it's yeah i feel like we've talked about other situations like that that shouldn't be uncomfortable like a price matching at a grocery store you feel uncomfortable yeah, doing it but like you right. got to do what you got to do right so yeah. yeah and also along like what you said being on your phone like if you're on a machine or on a bench you know benches are prime time currency over yeah. there there aren't that many of them especially the ones that like either recline if you want to do like some incline stuff yeah those ones like or just in general you can't be on your phone like messing around when you know people want what you're on just get on your phone when you're off the machine kind of thing you're just standing around wherever else um yes and then he also said 
kind of along the same lines of what we're talking about here. Or like when you leave your stuff somewhere to claim or reserve something mm. and then go work out somewhere else. Unacceptable. You can't have like your 25s at a bench and then you're on like the the be- the leg press machine just doing leg presses while yeah. you're also claiming another machine. Like that you absolutely cannot stake a claim to more than one machine at a time in my opinion. Yeah, I wrote I actually wrote that down. Don't don't hog two machines. And I've seen that I've like the when I used to on Walkley Road go to the Fit for Less, the people that go there they're the younger crowd, the hip crowd. It's always a busy gym. I saw a lot of that of like awkward encounter. Like it's funny for me because I'm just watching this like in a mirror or something happening behind me. But like the awkwardness of like the guy going up like, oh no, like I'm actually using this. That's my phone. That's my water. And then the guy going like, well, I like pointing like, no, no, I saw you over there. And then the guy going like, no, no, I'm doing like a quick circuit. I'll be done soon. But it's it's so awkward to watch. You kind of start laughing uh, or get secondhand cringe or secondhand embarrassment. But anyways, yeah, no, that's a big no-no. It's like do one at a time. If I'm sorry, but because the gym's so busy and people are waiting, you don't, you can't do a circuit. You can't do two, three machines. It's just not doable. You can do that at home, but you can't do that at the gym. I'm sorry, unless there's no one in the gym, it's like dead. Then go for it. But yeah, that's a that's a good one by Justin. Or another good, way uh, to go about the circuit is if you're with two friends where you're all doing mm-hmm. the rotation together where at each yeah there's never a moment where a machine is unaccounted for because the homies are all partaking in the circuit i think that could that's work. right yeah like if there's a free if there's no body at that machine it's fair game i don't care if there's a phone a wallet a towel there's no one there it's fair game so but i mean yeah okay but in saying that if you saw a phone in front of a bench, you're not approaching it. You're like, there's someone who's gonna. No, exactly. Here, which is scummy. Exactly. Your why is your phone there? One of your most valuable possessions in 2024, and you're not. Yeah. There, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Then if it gets yeah. snatched up, I don't really feel bad for you. You should not leave your no. stuff. Like people leave their keys and wallet out. Oh. It, you wouldn't necessarily think people would go and steal <laughs> or just snatch someone's stuff. But you never know. Like, I would not feel comfortable yeah. leaving my things. Or if I did like to go fill up my water bottle, I'm like filling up my water and looking at the bench the whole time. <laughs> Maybe spilling, that, like, yeah. overflowing uh, above and just <laughs> water goes on the floor. But I ain't keeping my eyes off my belongings, you know. So. <laughs> That's good, Eric. I like that. No, I'm exact. I'm with you on that. I've done the, I've done the like wallet, my phone on my wallet with my water bottle beside me at all times because I used to walk to the gym and I, I like now I, I would have left it in my car back in the day. And, but yeah, anyways, no, no, you have to like watch it. Like it's your life. Like my phone, I can't lose my phone. I, I'll lose. I'd rather lose my wallet than my phone at this point. I can replace all yeah. those cards, but if I don't have a phone, how am I going to call the bank? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I don't even phone. know the numbers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So no, thanks, Justin. But no, yeah. So Andy had a couple. She said unsolicited advice and oh. not washing machines. So two. Those are great. Two unacceptable ones in my books. Like, I don't. First of all, I don't really like talking to people at the gym. Just be like, there's strangers, right? Advice from a yeah. friend 
is maybe a bit better, but even at that, like if they're just telling you, you know, maybe like fix up, like you could do this, like to get more out of the exercise kind of thing. But a total stranger telling me this is the last thing I want to hear. I'm like, all right, man, like, why are you watching me work out first of all? And yeah, like, exactly. It's kind of like yeah. at golf, like when people are always giving you like advice on what to do all the time, it's very annoying. You're, if you're struggling out there, just trying to have a good time and it's not going well you're already feeling self-conscious then someone else like, Hey, you know, I've noticed you're not playing that well, but maybe this will help you out. You know, like maybe the intentions are good, but don't give me advice. You know, I've seen it many times. Well, first of all, the washing the machine, like that's like a, that's a must. You have to like, that's just cleanliness right now. And I feel like because of COVID, a lot of people are more conscious about that. Like they know what to do, but the, like for Andy, like if, if you're a girl and a guy approaches you and is giving you advice, that's just plain old, like, okay, were you like watching me work out and you saw my form was bad? Like that's borderline creepy. I've rarely, I don't think I've ever had that happen to me, Eric, someone random person approaching me. But like as a girl, like if she gets approached and it's like, what were you like watching to see if I was going to screw up or something? That's weird. You don't talk to any strangers in the gym. You can, but you go about it by like, hey, like you've seen that person week after week, then yeah. you give like the nod and then the, the hey. Like I've even... You start seeing the same people and you start getting friendly, but like, no, you're not telling someone what to do. First of all, the people that are telling people what to do, they, they think they know everything, right? Yeah. They're, they're the gym bros. Um, would you even want that like advice? Even if it's good advice, like, would you want someone to tell you that? Not really, no, right? Like, leave so me alone. You go yeah. in this script, you got the, the progression of nod to hey to your form sucks. <laughs> let me help you out. No, thanks. <laughs> like, let's just cap off at hey. <laughs> <laughs> i like that but on yeah. the washing machines so i haven't <laughs> been funny. i haven't actually been to the gym since covid so maybe it's gone better i'm sure it has honestly i feel like they maybe rule with more of an iron fist or an iron claw on that front but back in the day man like you would constantly see just sweaty backs of like a fly machine <laughs> disgusting yeah. and like then you have to wipe it down you just you're triple yeah. layering your uh, your <laughs> your paper towels paper. there, so no, that's just, that's not okay. Honestly, I would always make sure to wipe down. Well, sometimes before, but always after. Like you always clean up after yourself there. That's a, a no brainer, yeah. and not doing that is just disrespectful to every single person in the establishment, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not a before. I just do it after because I I'm so like. I, I have faith in humanity that they've done it after them. So like, I don't have to do it before, but like, I'm not super germaphobic either, but yeah, I don't want, if I see any like shininess to like the, where I'm going to be putting my butt or back, like, I don't want to be sitting in any sweat or feeling any sweat on my back. So yeah, yeah. triple layer paper towels, the way to go. Yeah, 100%. What do you think of the mats with like uh, the mattress section for doing core workout, core exercise at the gym? Like I've seen people like douse that thing in, like washer and like wipe that down like that to me the mat if you're not sweating i don't know not always obligatory to wipe down but that's just my opinion that might be controversial no no honestly i don't think that's something i've ever done is wipe down the mat i don't know if that's ever even crossed my mind and i feel yeah. like it's maybe more unlikely that you sweat from those exercises on the mat whereas like if you got your yeah. back pressed up to like a machine or whatever. I think like that's more where like the sweat residue is going to latch on. 
That's a good point. For sure. Though. Yeah. I don't think that's controversial. Honestly, I can't even recall ever seeing someone wipe down the mats, but maybe nowadays yeah. it's, or, it's mandatory. I don't know. Or like the handles and the the, the treadmills yes. and the elliptical. Like I do wipe down the handles, but like I've seen people wipe down the whole freaking machine, and I'm like, are you like detailing this uh, yeah. elliptical, sir? Like, I don't know. There's. Not... Is it Howie <laughs> Mandel just... doing this wipe down? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He would never go in a gym, and he'd have his own freaking private gym yeah, with that's equipment that's never been touched by humanity. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one though by Andy. Yeah, good, great, uh, great ones, Andy. Thank you. Good submissions. Yeah. So I got a couple from my mom as well. I think we've touched on a few of them. Like wipe down your equipment was one of them. Um, she said no grunting, which I agree. We kind of went. I, I I brought that up with um the throwing of the weights down no grunting definitely annoying i don't want to hear you moan at the gym like some guy just like yelling and stuff and it's kind of like this is kind of a a nasty like nasty comparison i'm about to make so maybe if you got a weak stomach fast forward but i thought of this the other day um at work just like you know you go to the washroom and uh, i'm in the urinals (laughs) and like (laughs) <laughs> anyways just here like <laughs> sorry i know where this is no, going i think it's okay it's like maybe this is out of left field me making this comparison but just people like in the stalls just dropping a dump at work and like letting out and letting out moans is completely inappropriate d- yeah. disgusting yeah. tone it down reel it in like i know it's obviously uncomfortable to be pooing in public but like we don't need these sound effects in there people so I'm just gonna throw that in there too i feel like this is a one-to-one comparison no one wants to hear yeah. your moans when you're on the bench press. so i know we kind of got off track there but i feel like it had to be said we'd be doing a disservice not saying that What's funny is I know exactly what you mean. You know, you're you're not in the in the comfort of your own home. Like you you don't have to do that. You just you're just too relaxed, I guess. Um, How the moans at the gym. Too, I don't, I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah, but I've when I was at Fit for Less on Walkley, there was a lot of there was a lot of grunts actually, way more than when I used to work out in New Orleans because you had more like the cocky gym bros, you know. And I feel like that's their they don't give a shit, you know, and they're super friendly and they offer, they can offer advice and they're always there, but like, yeah, they're grunting Eric and it's freaking, it's not, and it's more awkward than annoying. Like at the end of the day, I have my music and I might not even hear you all that well, but like, it's just, just awkward. Especially if you're a girl, like I, I can't, I know girls must feel more uncomfortable when they're, you know, it must be weird for them. I can't, I don't want to speak for them though, yeah. but uh, yeah, definitely no grunts. For awkward. Sure. I mean, it's like yeah. you said, it's awkward, and I think a lot of people who grunt want again. It all a lot of it comes back to wanting attention. A lot of people at the mm. gym just do want people to look at them and stuff. So, I don't think you'll find someone who doesn't want attention grunting. I think that's a fair yeah. statement and association yeah. to make. Yeah, you'll breathe heavier, but you won't grunt. You know, you can you can breathe heavier and not give a grunt. Like, yeah. Anyways, I'm not gonna do it on yeah, the mic, no, but like, you know what 100%. I mean. 
like I said, my mom had a couple more. So one, this kind of has been rolled into what we talked about earlier. Don't talk on your phone. So we kind of went over the don't be on your phone mm. kind of thing. I agree. Someone having a full-on conversation, like a phone call in the gym is super oh. annoying. Just in general. It's, in it's public, just as annoying. As, like I yeah. was on the train today and yesterday and like people, hearing people like call people and talk for like 15, oh. 30 minutes is the worst. At the gym, I mean, I guess train and public transport could be worse because you have nowhere to go or at the gym, you can kind of move around and get away from it. But just very obnoxious and like they're typically yeah. going to be very loud again yelling like oh yeah bro like i've just did a max set on the yeah. dumbbell personal best like pr yeah fun 50 whatever like we're just talk- we're talking about whatever like i don't want to hear this i agree the thing that makes it it is more annoying on a public transport like an oc transport because you're you can't escape it yeah. but what's annoying of the i wrote that down too on my uh, list because you're taking a prime real estate. You're either on one of those coveted like benches that there's only like four or five of them and like 30 people want to use them or you're waiting, you're on a machine and someone's waiting for it. You might not even know someone's waiting for it, but someone's eyeing you from far and waiting to hop on that, you know, yep. yeah. leg machine or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. You're, you're wasting time. Unless you're standing near like the, the washrooms or you're the locker area on your phone, I can accept that way more. I don't even care if you're on the phone at that point. You shouldn't even be on your phone anyways to begin with. A, because people might think you're taking pictures and videos. That's, that's, that's another thing. The culture has changed with TikTok and Instagram. People are taking videos and pictures and it's more acceptable in gyms. Yeah. But like, you really shouldn't be taking your, taking your phone out at all. I take it out, like change my music and stuff, but like it shouldn't really be out at all. You're hogging a machine or a space if you're talking on the phone. That's why I hate it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you said it all, and that kind of rolls into my mom's next point, which was, like, we talked about this, or, like, people who stay on the machines and scroll while they're on your phone, get off and let someone else use it, um, respect people's time, all all kind of fits yes. in there. The next one's no perfume, which mm. I, I agree, like, I mean, strong odors nowadays, I feel like, is more sensitive with people, and, like... At the gym would be True. interesting. I don't know because I guess when you're sweating, it kind of offsets the perfume. So people maybe want to shorten the amount of time that it takes or lengthen the amount of time that it takes for them to smell bad, I guess, kind of. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, would you rather smell BO or the uh, Axe body spray? Yeah. I'll take Neither, the really, but like cologne all day. I, I smell, when we smell BO, like we used to smell BO at the gym. I smell BO all the time. I, I'm not even that upset because I'm like, freak, the guy's here to work out and sweat yeah. and maybe he's a heavy sure. sweater and this, he's smelly, whatever. I can ta- I can accept BO because I'm like, hey, we're all freaking here to like at the gym or we're on the you're on the treadmill right now sweating your ass off. That's fine. I find it a little weird if you are putting perfume at the gym because it's like, aren't you going to shower right after? I don't know. They're they're masking their bo obviously like this would I think her point is people are putting on way too much perfume to mask their bo and then the perfume is super strong and gross so I see that point too maybe it also rolls into the next point which was it's a gym not a bar focus so maybe True. the culture of wanting to not only look good but smell good and then that also helps your chances to pick up someone a mm. girl a guy yeah. it's uh, it plays yeah. into that as well I don't know. Like you said, though, I feel like if you're a guy trying to pick up a girl or vice vice versa, I don't know. A gym is not really the place for that, in my opinion. Like no. People don't necessarily no. want that going there. 
Um, like especially girls, I feel like they feel like there's a lot of attention on them right away when they go to the gym. So like they kind of oh, just yeah. want to go there, get in, get out, do their workouts. I mean, I think people in general, maybe a lot of people go to the gym, do want attention and want to be looked at and maybe talked to, but I feel like overall, that's not what people want at the gym. No, I'd say maybe tw- 10 or 20% of people want attention there, but the rest are just there to do their workout. Yeah. Um, and I try not to like, you don't want to make any, you know, you go in, you don't stare at anyone, you're focused, you in and out, you do your thing. You're not there to freaking socialize. And you know, you've seen the people that they were there before you and they're still there after you when you leave and you're like, frig, are they spending like two, three hours here? Like half the time, probably just talking and socializing and they're friends with everyone. You know, they're like saying hi to the people coming in. We've all seen those people. Oh yeah. They're the same people. This just quickly one of my like pet peeves, but like guys that are really pushy, like I, I've experienced it a couple times where like they'll approach him like, are, are you going to be done with the bench press? Like oh. how many more, do you want to work? Like, do you want to work with me? Like when you're done, I do my, uh, my reps. And then like, I don't know how you like rotate with him basically on this machine. I, I always say no. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to be done very fast. And then Frank, now I have to go super fast to finish my set because I feel super pushed but like that's happened a lot, especially when the gym is busy, pushiness, like, are you using this bench? Like, I feel like if I'm not, if I'm in between reps, I'm like, okay, like if I take too long, people are going to think I'm just slacking off. So I got to hurry up. Yeah. Um, that happens a lot. I like the four or five, uh, four or five PM, like prime time where people like the, those benches are coveted. Like you got to run to like get <laughs> one right away. I don't know. No. You have to be like, as soon as someone leaves one, you got to like throw your shirt on it or something or your <laughs> gym bottle. No. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. That's the worst. So I'm like, yo, bro, do you mind if we just alternate between yeah. sets? Like, <laughs> also, like, to no. your point of like, you feel rushed. Would, if the situation was reversed, <laughs> would that person rush for you? Absolutely not. These people yeah, do not true. care. They're, they'll take even more time. They'll be like, you know what? I'll do a fourth set. Like, we're too nice, I feel like, also. Maybe I'm not giving yeah. benefit of the doubt to enough people out there, but I feel like, by and large, people just are kind of selfish, and that kind of proves yeah. the point of, like, if they weren't, they would let us do our exercise on that bench that, like you said, is so coveted. Let us enjoy yeah. this stress-free. Yeah. And, hey, even if we are taking a 30 seconds in between sets to do the exercise, it's our given right to do so but no 100 percent agree with everything you said that was the worst especially if you like just start and then it's like you could be like yeah i guess since i just started i could just you hop in yeah and then it's the worst if if it's like a just leg press for example or something where you're putting like squats let's say where you're not doing yeah. the same weight the weight, same yeah. weights where you always have to reload and unload in between each sets. Like that adds even more time. It's just now it's taking more time for you to get through your exercise and cutting into maybe you wanted to do two, three more exercises. You're like, okay, well now it's, it's getting near the time that I have to leave. I can only do one more exercise because I've had to alternate with this clown who just cut into yeah. my time to do my squat, my squats. So no, yeah. that, that's all time. Like pushiness, um, not respecting people's, like I said, right to have a machine is the worst. Yeah, like I had a guy cutting into someone's bench press. You know they're going to add more, take some off. Like it's so odd. It's, 
you're just wasting your time and but i've like there's a lot of alphas at the gym like mostly most people most of the gym bros are dominating personalities you know they're alphas and they're not afraid to like they're not shy at all and they're gonna butt in or like a lot of random people to ask for like oh do you mind spotting me that's a little different i don't mind helping people out but like it's very like i feel a certain amount of pressure actually someone asking me to spot them you know they're like way stronger than me i'm like you sure i'm gonna like even accomplish anything here like you're probably good by yourself i feel like if you're asking someone (laughs) to spot you you kind of have to be sure that you're gonna be able to do it because especially if you're asking like someone like me for example i'm not an imposing figure by any means like you can't count on me to lift this like 225 (laughs) barbell that you're benching you know if like if you can't pull this off on your own maybe level down and take off a rock on each side you know what i mean yeah uh, a plate i mean it's crazy yeah but i agree with you like it's not the worst thing if someone asks me to spot them it's no big deal but Mm -hmm. i don't want to like i don't want to i'm not walking around like hey anybody need a spot like i can help you out i got you i got you like no no no. i'm there for myself (laughs) again like i said i don't want to talk to these strangers these yahoos but I, i feel like that's not that bad to ask for a spot it's the cutting in the are you almost done here figure it out like when i'm done my next set you'll see if i'm done or not you know what i mean anyways that's a great one matt so the last one we got was from um, Kilisin Wood, also former guest. She said, I think we kind of touched on this, but still want to shout out, be reasonable with the time you spend at one station when they're mm. limited. So we've touched on this before there, but it's very, very um, relevant. But that should be like, that's number one. Like that's the first thing I thought of because we're not get, we don't want to spend a whole day at the gym. We, we want to be in and out, get everything done. Let's say there's only one bench press machine. You can't be there like 10, 15 minutes. It's just ridiculous. But I've seen it so many times. Guys on their phone in between, you know, they're lifting maybe the the 200-pound barbell like three times and then like I'm back on the phone. But no, don't bother them because they have freaking... <sighs> yeah, anyways, it, it fr- it's frustrating. But honestly, like those are just the minor minor things. Honestly, gym culture is pretty... It's pretty sweet going to the gym. Like It's like its own little earth or world or ecosystem. Everybody has an understanding, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's very quiet. Everyone has their music. Uh, there's like a little, there's, <laughs> it's cool. You know, you can, people watch at the gym and like, I don't know. It motivates you. You just want to do better. You're right. I we like kind it. of. I, I think we, we went through a cycle of, in this episode, talking about how like the gym has so many advantages and like it's where you go to kind of push yourself because there's you have a lot more access and stuff and then we really got into a run of just ripping into stuff that happens at the gym (laughs) but now like good call and like bringing it back on the gym is actually a great place where it's a hub for everyone who wants to improve themselves like you're not going to the gym to make yourself a worse version of yourself you're going there to improve in one way or another for different reason maybe it's like to be better at a sport or just like how you want to look in general like you want to look good feel good all that so overall the gym is a great place and honestly maybe somewhere that eventually i look to get back into to really get like level up in the fitness journey because yeah it's it adds time it's more money invested in taking on this um hobby but overall it's overwhelmingly positive where you're escaping from whatever stresses in life to like unload stress and work on yourself a great place to be overall 
and you know that when you leave there, you feel good about yourself as well. So mm -hmm. uh, overall, like you got, you got to love the gym and like, yeah, you, you get hyped listening to music. Like what are some of your go-tos like quickly, like music that you'd bump in the gym? Do you have any examples of artists or albums or songs that really like get you going last set? Like you got to buckle down. What do you got? I'll say what I've been doing recently. Maybe this is like in the garage, but like, and I have never done this at the gym, only at home, but I've really gone into like heavy metal, specifically Metallica, their earlier albums, which is more heavier. Nice. Um, the heavy, it's freaking amazing. It really gets you like, and it's loud, like I put it loud. It really pumps you up. But honestly, back at the, when I was at the gym, it was always rap, but like nothing mellow, nothing mellow. It has to be like bombastic and like fast beats one after another and that's where your playlist came in handy eric i'm not saying all the songs were super aggressive like that but like a lot of them were good gym songs um nothing slow paced nothing slow that's why heavy metal right now is perfect for me like when i say i listen to podcasts sometimes it's hard listening to a podcast because i kind of like i my mind drifts and i should be working out instead of like keep on listening so definitely heavy metal and some like hardcore rap music nice. uh, is my go-to and yes, the feeling when you leave a gym, freaking amazing. I was all those few hours after the gym, always on a high on a cloud. You know, you can have a snack or get a drink or something like drinking that water bottle after. Oh, awesome. I love that feeling. It's a great feeling. The pump. Oh, no, you definitely feel like validated in like either getting an extra large blizzard at Dairy Queen, splitting a six pack of 40s. <laughs> It's just a good uh, reward at the end of that. No, good stuff. Meta yeah. Heavy metal, yeah, that might be a good one to mix in there. Like, also some variety for me. Like I'm known as a rap guy almost exclusively, but I've been known to dabble in other genres. Heavy metal, not so much, but I, I do mess with a lot of Metallica for sure, like songs here and there, but haven't really done a deep dive in their music. But no, it's a good call. Podcasts I've listened to often when I work out, but you're right. Like it is distracting because you're kind of trying to listen to what they're saying, especially yeah. if it's like a funny pod, then you're starting to laugh and you're not really being pushed because you're <laughs> like, <laughs> like you immediately don't, you don't have the same focus on your muscles when you're laughing because now your mind's like just processing what was said that was funny. Like you arms are yeah. flailing a little bit. So I wouldn't recommend if you're trying to do max bench press rep, listen to a comedy podcast, but uh, good, good stuff. I'll say quickly, yeah. a good recommendation for a workout, especially if you want to get into some 2024 rap albums. Everybody Can't Go, Benny the Butcher. Ah, Great yeah. workout tunes. Like most of the songs on that album are bangers, I would say. Like Hit Boys oh, yeah. Beats just hit yeah. with like the heavy drums, snare, kicks. Um, a lot of good stuff like Brawn. Um, yeah. Yeah, Big Dog fires me up. That's Alchemist production, but still, like, there's a lot of good stuff on yeah. there. How to rap. Anyways, great album. Yeah. I listened to it this morning during my workout, actually. Nice. I love that. I was going to talk about it later. Nice. But, yeah, fantastic album. Um, I mean, I feel like we did a good job at giving a rundown of the gym. We have not done, like, random recommendations in quite a few episodes. Do you want to talk about some movies, albums, whatever, in, like, the next segment, Matt? Yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to talk about the every like Benny the Butcher's album, but you already did. Like that's the album everybody should listen to. I want to talk about your number one movie of last episode because I saw it at the theater last week. Nice Godzilla minus 1. Okay, so you brought this up on the podcast. You said you have to go see it at the theater. 
So like last weekend, I'm like, okay, there's like a window Sunday at lunchtime where my girlfriend's gone. There's nothing I got going on. Text my mom. Let's go see it in IMAX in Canada. Godzilla minus one. She's like, really? You want to see that? I'm like, yes, I do. Look at the ratings. It's supposed to be amazing. So I'm going in with super high expectations. Like it's your number one. Everyone's loved it. People have been putting it on their horror top top horror list because technically Godzilla creature movie you know it's a monster movie kaiju movie technically a horror film but anyways it's been getting a lot of praise on the podcast I listen to one of the podcasters I love he had it on his number one for horror of the year and I'm like holy shit this must just be a great movie I watched the movie this movie has no business being this good in terms of like it's a Godzilla movie but it's just a fucking good movie in general I didn't even need Godzilla in this movie. I was, I, I was just so into the story, Ko, Kochi's, Koichi's story, the main character's story, that when Godzilla showed up, I'm like, oh yeah, Godzilla's in this movie. I would have watched a fucking movie on this guy's life and like what he's gone through and like him coming back to his home and everything's in rubble and destroyed and his parents are gone. I was like, holy fuck. Like I could have watched a movie just start him starting there and getting a job and all that. But they fast forward through all that so you can get to the good Godzilla stuff. But oh my God, guys, is it ever a good movie? I would have gave it five star, but I probably will. I only give five star if I've seen it more than once. But like, it's it's a five star movie. It's amazing. I'm glad you had it as your number one, Eric. This is one of those times where like, didn't think of anything else but the movie. It could have been a war going on outside, but... I was just so focused on this movie, Eric. Like, the sound. I'm in the loudest theater I can be in. The soundtrack was freaking amazing. Every time Godzilla showed up, I was, like, trembling in my seat. Goosebumps. You know, I talk about that full escapism feeling that I always seek when I'm in a movie theater. Godzilla did this. And it hadn't happened in a long time. You know, I had that Infinity War Endgame feeling going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just want to jump in really quickly on that scene specifically. That was the... That, that moment was the five-star stamp. No-brainer. And I also, in my back of my mind, I'm like, as long as they bring it home at the end, I'm like, it's five. That's where it's at right now. Let's see if they right. bring it home. That scene was insane. I was moving in my seat, like going <laughs> up, like I was going nuts when that scene happened. Yeah. Crazy. Same. I was beside my mom. So I was trying not to like show too much emotion. You know, I was yeah. very trying to be very stoic, but like, and I know my mom like loved it too. And she was like probably bawling by the end of the movie. Oh, honestly, I was just trying to keep it together. It was sad. Oh yeah. I didn't expect some of the things to happen at the end, but I'm glad they did. Just like, the the moral dilemmas in our main character Koichi like amazing like he thinks he's a big coward for not doing for not being a kamikaze pilot even the neighbor first thing she says when he comes back is like what you're alive like not many men your age coming back like what the hell are you doing yeah. he even admits it like he he landed his plane purposefully and there was nothing wrong with it um, and they even made a point to show like that the bomb was still on the plane like he hadn't even deployed his his bomb but like this this movie was the perfect mix of you've said it you said it last week or last episode like perfect mix of showing godzilla and having a good story and 
Honestly, the story was just as good as the Godzilla parts. When he gets the job to destroy the minefields in the in the ocean, like his crew on that little ship, they're all amazing, like relatable. We've seen characters like this before in American movies, but like, anyways, the whole Japanese thing, I, I loved it, Eric. I so glad you saw it, recommended it, had it as your number one. That really pushed me to watch it. Loved seeing the destruction too. Like Godzilla is ruthless, extremely savage and like, when it's just destroying the city and that the sound, like those two core, the first two chords of that, the music, like I downloaded, the, I, I listened to the soundtrack after to try to like recapture the movie. And I was like, yeah, it's those first two chords. And they're from the original movie. Actually, he kind of like spun the soundtrack and made it better or changed it up a little. Like Amazing. Exactly. So good. Oh man, every time so that loud music too in the theater. On and yeah. Like he popped up on screen. I was just fired up and oh. terrified at the same time. It was nuts. Exactly. It was scary. He was scary in this movie. Yep. And I read like why it's called Godzilla minus one, which I didn't even know at first, but like it makes sense. Like Japan was at ground zero or at zero after the atomic bombs, and now it's like what another thing now? This yep. Godzilla destroying us. So like we're set back minus one almost. <laughs> pretty cool and like you can take it as like like godzilla the original was made as like an allegory for like what's been done to japan and like the atomic the atomic um what's the word ptsd that this country has suffered and anyways great movie very sad but like sad but happy in a good way at the end like uplifting yeah eric i was super satisfied like like, I was expecting a good movie, but you know when you're doing that, you're like, okay, what's it going to be? But then as I was going, I was like, holy shit, holy shit, this is surpassing my expectations. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I reckon everyone listening right now, you got to watch this movie. It's not a typical Godzilla movie. It's nowhere near the American movie, like oh, close to the American Godzilla movies. Not even close. No. And this movie is like just two hours long. Like, it's not dragging or anything. There's always something going on. I can talk about it more, but I won't. But I give my full, like, stamp of approval. Great movie. Godzilla minus one. Well, fantastic rundown on it, Matt. First of all, I'm really happy to see that you like the movie, love the movie, dare I say, and that it didn't disappoint, yeah. right? Because, like, like you said, you went in with high expectations. It's so hard on this pod even to just recommend movies and not oversell based on how much you enjoyed a movie and sometimes it has to do with like you went in with lower expectations so you're surprised at how good it was and then you're just recommending it being on this level so then people are going expecting it to be that so it's really tricky and I'm glad it didn't disappoint for you and kind of a similar vein for me not to jump right away to um, your number one actually which I'll get into that I saw holdovers before I do that um, just want to say Godzilla minus one now that you've lent me a couple of Criterion Collection movies, if ever this movie does come out in the Criterion Collection, I kind of want to buy it, to be honest. Just have it. I don't know if it will there, but um, I, do, I would love to re-watch this movie like, on that kind of scale. I feel like it'd be cool to have and see like some bonus features and stuff. Yeah, amazing movie. I could totally see it, yeah. I hope it I could totally see it on there. There's a Godzilla box set that has like 30 movies that's in the collection, so totally see it on there one day. No, I don't know if I'm trying to drop like 500 bucks on a 30 movie Godzilla set, but a, a one movie set thing I think I can do. But yeah, and similarly for me, like going into, I just went and saw your number one movie, Matt, The Holdovers in theater last week. 
And I went into it with the same thing, like high expectations, ready to be impressed by this movie. Yeah. And the whole time, like I've, I talked about it briefly in our last episode, they're like, now when I watch movies, I, it's kind of a bad thing where I'm thinking of like what I'm going to rate a movie when it's not even done. So I don't even fully enjoy in the moment. I'm just thinking of what I'm going to say about the movie afterwards. So I have to dial that yeah. back when I'm watching a movie. It's a curse of writing reviews now for these movies. <laughs> but as the movie kept going, I was like, all right, this is really good. And it just kept yeah. getting better. I was more interested in the story, the characters, Paul Giamatti, amazing. I don't think he's going to win the Oscar for best actor. Kind of like Nez was saying, I still think they give it to him, Killian Murphy, but he was unbelievable in this movie. And I just loved his character as like, he starts off as as this hard ass teacher that everyone hates. He makes no efforts to kind of coddle the kids and relate to them or see from their points of view. And then as you go along, you see that he's much more similar to the kid who's staying at the school then he initially realized they kind of bond. They share more about each other's personal lives and they develop an actual friendship by the end of it. So kind of like Matt said, spoiler, but um, you kind of see it coming though. Like honestly, I wasn't shocked at where the movie kind of went well, the turns it took definitely could not have predicted all the things that happened, but very satisfying movie to watch. I loved it. I gave it five stars. Like I was debating going four and a half, but I'm like, nah, I really, really enjoy this movie. It was very funny. And I also love like how it was shot. It was kind of like on mm-hmm. film. It looked like or really grainy film. And I feel like I've said yeah. this on the pod before, but like, I feel like you're, you feel like you're watching a movie when you see it like that. Like it's not perfect. It doesn't look like it could be real life. It's like a bit off spin on reality i i like that when i see a movie and like it looks old school like i enjoy that kind of like watching the old star wars movies i like that a lot on vhs yeah so no amazing movie strong recommend i feel like it's a maybe a new age christmas classic that you throw on maybe not every year but like every other year uh yeah no really really good movie it would have made my probably top five i don't know where like i would have bumped something down maybe oppenheimer drops to six who knows but holdovers 100% would have made my list had I seen it. It's just where only time will tell. But absolutely loved it. Great, great movie. Oh, you said a lot of great things, Eric. I'm glad you loved it. I love the setting too. Setting it like there's no cell phones. Yeah. It looks like a 70s movie. That was brilliant. Great setting. A couple of heartbreaking scenes too in the movie like that really made it like a five-star movie where like, when you find out about Paul, uh, well, his name's Paul in the movie too, Paul Giamatti, Paul Hunnam, like the teacher, like you find out like, okay, he dropped out of college. He's, this is why he's still working at the high school. And like Angus kind of like backs him up in the story. I love that, oh, that scene. Hilarious. And when you find out that, yeah. And when you find out that like Angus is par- like his mom is like kind of like ditching him and he has to stay like, that's heartbreaking that phone call. Like I didn't like his mom at all. She was like thinking more about herself anyways. Scenes like that elevated this movie. And honestly, I don't even know Godzilla or Holdovers. One of those would be my number one still. But I I honestly, I don't even know. Like, Godzilla might bump it for number one for me if I had to redo my list. But, like, those two would be my one and two spots for sure. That's what I'm trying to say. So, both great movies. Like, we both had them as our number one. So, perfect. And I thought even, like, just lastly, 
I didn't even know where this movie was going to go. Like, I thought the four kids were going to be there the whole time. Then they all dip out on the helicopter. Then they go to Boston. Angus and Paul go to Boston with Mary. And you don't know what's going on with that. Like, it always kept moving. And the ending was cool. Yeah, like, Paul's backing up, Ang- well, lying for Angus. And that was good. Yeah, I love that. And him drinking the whole movie. Like, he's bitter, you know. He's just, it's like an F you. Um, him quoting history stuff. Anyways, yeah. fantastic movie. I had a good, a on I had a good yeah. theater too. Like people were laughing a lot. So it was a good, t- I actually went to see it alone. So, um, both number one movies I saw in theater alone, no issues though. Like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. actually kind of coming around on it. Honestly, it's like kind of easier. Like if I don't have anyone who wants to go see this movie with me, I'm like, all right, I want to see it. It's in theaters. I don't know when it's going to come out on streaming or if it even will come on one of the platforms that I have. So I'm like, screw it. Let's just use a free movie credit that I have <laughs> and just go. So definitely yeah, uh, would, would endorse that more. Like just normalize it. It's not weird, honestly. Like, I'm very comfortable just no. going alone and ripping that. Yeah. Take my shoes off and my stinky feet reek up I the love place. going alone. For, when you're going to a movie, you're not even talking to that person anyways all that much. So I go alone all the time. I used to go all the time. Yeah, it's great. So no, great picks. Real quick, kind of something I would have liked to do last episode because we're talking about the movies of 2023, but we went very long there. So just quickly, Matt, do you have any movies that you're looking forward to this year off the top of your head? Like, do you have some that you're kind of circled? Like, this is one of my most anticipated movies. Do you have a couple that you want to share? I know more like the horror movies that are coming up and I'm excited for those. We're getting like a lot of follow-ups to franchises this year again. And like, this might sound like really weird for the average listener, but like, well, no, no, they they know I'm into horror movies. Yeah. Like I'm excited for Saw number eleven. Actually, believe it or not, there's gonna be another one. Uh, there's gonna be another like scream movie, stuff like that. But like non horror, I don't really follow. I follow more like the horror scene. So like I'm excited for all the uh, the horror stuff coming up. I'm I'm like drawing a blank right now, and I literally listen listen to podcasts that talk about this like. What's going to come out in 2024? Okay, here's one I'm really excited for, guys. The movie called Maxine, which is the follow-up to the movie X, which was a sequel to the movie Pearl. And those are both on Amazon Prime right now. Maxine is the third one in the trilogy. I'm very excited for that. Starring Mia Goth. Going to be a great movie, hopefully. So I'm excited for Maxine. Yeah. That'll be my the one I'm... That's the one I pick. I'm down yeah. to go see that with you if you want, man. Like, I don't know what theater you go to there. If it's Landmark in Canada, like, I'd be down to rip it out there, honestly. I want to see that as well. All right. It's definitely on my list of movies. Sweet, let's do it. I think another one that would kind of fall under horror, maybe it'll be end up being more thriller mystery. One that I'm looking forward to is Nosferatu, actually. With oh, like, uh, Robert Eggers' movie. Exactly. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård, I think Lily Rose yeah. Depp. Um, Willem Dafoe yep. possibly Willem. as well. I think yep. there's a, a solid cast in there. And as someone who yep. I watched the old school Nosferatu movie, you had lent it to me way back in the day, Count Orlock. And uh, <laughs> I've also read the Dracula book, Bram Stoker's Dracula. So I don't know if they're mm-hmm. really going to be drawing nice. inspiration on that, but I'm pumped for Nosferatu for sure. That's one. Uh, obviously Dune 2, which is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. It's in like three weeks at by the time this is out. So that's one. There's, um, what's another one? Nosferatu, Dune Part 2. Rebel Moon Part 2. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the first one yet? No. 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 
do them back to back. Actually, it'd be beneficial to do them back to back for you because then you don't have to wait. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> see what it looks like. But those are the two like off. You might love it. Yeah. I've heard bad no. things, but um, so there's those two for me. What else? Like obviously Deadpool three. I'm looking forward to. That's the only Marvel oh, yeah. movie this year. Really? Yes. Wow. Which I don't hate, honestly. They're kind of dialing it yeah, back. Yeah, me neither. One movie, I feel like that's the play. So those would be some. There's that Fury Road one, Furiosa. Yeah, I'd have, to, Mad re- Max. I'd have to rewatch Mad Max. Um, well, I haven't even really seen the old school ones, but um, Fury Road, I've only seen once. And I think I, I don't think I was that into it, but everyone raves oh, about it. this movie. Like People say it's like 100 out of 100 Five star, one of the best movies of the 2010s. I didn't see that at all when I saw it, so maybe I was like not. I was missing things, or I gotta rewatch it or something. So oh, that, that's definitely it. one that yeah. I would want to watch. Actually, Furiosa, Anya Taylor Joy, and uh, Chris Hemsworth. So I'm, uh, that's definitely one I'll go check. And uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I'm pumped to see yeah. that too. I just saw that on my. I'm searching on my phone. There's Joker Part Two kingdom of the planet of the apes there's a ghostbusters frozen empire uh beetlejuice number two yeah there's a lot of a lot of stuff venom three despicable me four uh kong versus godzilla like at the sequel kong x gods godzilla x kong the new empire we just know that's going to be trash bags compared to godzilla minus one that's the thing it won't be the same kind of movie at all or it'll be like just straight up like i don't know they're just fighting each other maybe um more comic book e than serious like terror yeah and like like we've already talked about godzilla you could take the monster element out you have a fantastic movie in it regardless because there's a lot of like deep themes messaging about just human crises and uh, you're not going to get that in this movie like that's a guarantee yeah so i think there's gonna be a lot of good stuff also i think there's gonna be sleeper sneaky movies that are just gonna pop up and be like okay this is getting good reviews like there's um this movie called Monkey Man that Jordan yeah. Peele is producing. I saw the trailer for it. It looks pretty solid. Like it looks like a John Wick style movie. I'm actually pumped to yeah. see that Monkey Man. Just keep that on the horizon. What do you do you think this okay, this is another movie. Do you think this will be a hit or a miss? It's a Lord of the Rings animated movie. The War of the Rohirrim or something like that. It's going to be about like it's an animated Tolkien movie. Do you think like that's a successful idea or not? I've never heard of this before. I yeah. <laughs> my gut instinct honestly says this will not be good. I don't know why that okay. was my first thought. I'm a big animated movie guy. I was actually gonna recommend I'm pumped for the Garfield movie that's dropping this year. <laughs> but nice. that I don't know for some reason. It should. Lord of the Rings, I love animated movies I love, but I don't know. The, my initial thought to that was this won't be good. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong too, but I don't have high hopes either. Yeah. Um, yeah. More excited for Rings of Power. Yeah, I don't even know if that's coming out this year. Honestly, I haven't heard anything. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, just House of Dragons this yeah. year. I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to recommend? Not really. Like I saw a couple other movies, but they're not like uh, not worth mentioning. I just saved it all for Godzilla minus one. That was a good a good rundown. I'll just say really quickly, I have Apple TV right now, so I've been watching a lot of the shows on there. I just watched the show that a lot of people have been talking about, Slow Horses. It's a Gary Oldman mm. is the main character. 
fantastic stuff. Like, I just binged the first three seasons. The fourth one's coming out at some point this year. I'll watch when that's out. Very good stuff. It's like a secret intelligence show, like a British military. Um, yeah, British secret intelligence, oh, cool. like MI5 thriller drama cool. mystery. Very good stuff. Gary Oldman's gotten a lot of praise for it, and his character is unreal. So definitely recommend that if you have Apple TV. Check it out. No, I have to check it out. Yeah, I hear nothing but good things about that show. Same with that other Apple TV show, Blackbird. I heard that's fantastic. So they're pumping. Yeah, Apple's got shows. some sle- sleeper shows on Apple. Actually, Apple's gonna do nothing but grow and grow. That's my prediction. Yeah, like I wonder if I had seen a lot of these shows that dropped last year, if they end up on my list top 10, right? Like a yeah. Ted Lasso, for example, love season three, just watch it. So yeah, no, nice. keep your eye out for like these little Apple TV shows and they're getting a lot of props. So but yeah, I guess that would be it for me as well. So yeah, no, solid episode, Matt. Uh, hopefully we gave you all some good tips uh, on the gym, just enlightened you on maybe how to enhance your at-home workouts and if maybe you're not in the workout game right now, a little extra nudge from the fellas over at Easy Conversations to get back into the game. Great job, Matt. As per usual, any final notes for the listeners? Just thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed our talk about the gym. And honestly, go see The Holdovers and Godzilla Minus One, both fantastic movies. Um, hope you're having a great time right now, enjoying the milder winter weather. And yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, well said, Matt. So yeah, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for episodes dropping every two Mondays. Continue to enjoy uh, the winter months. And yeah, peace.